Hey guys, how's it going? We are live. We're in the same frame. This is and we decided real. To, we tried to keep it together so we could stay really close to see everybody. <laughs> we were like sitting on Hi. each other. <laughs> it's all good. Um, welcome to our live this week. Uh, Week six. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else's mind is like blown by this, how quick the summer is going by. Uh, we're talking about confidence in your body this week. So if you noticed, the activity for this week was posted and it's really a good one. Um, it's kind of fun and a little bit creative. You get to shine a light on your inner critic. Uh, which helps take some of that power back from it. Um, and then we talk about a little bit about limiting beliefs and positive affirmations, which, hey, we've talked about those before. So this is by design. It's familiar. You get more practice doing it, more ease. So take a look at the two-pager, five to ten minutes. You know, Do that for yourself. Part of it is reflecting, which we're going to do now, and part of it's putting in some of the work. So that's there for you. Also, we shared this really cool blog post that talks about 23 questions you can ask yourself to check in, reflect, and in turn boost your uh, body image a little bit. And we're talking about confidence in your body. Body image is really a huge chunk of that. And so today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of the questions that really resonated with us and were top of mind with us. This is your chance as well to reflect on which ones really showed up for you? Which ones kind of got you thinking? Uh, which ones were sticky? And if you didn't mm-hmm. get a chance, you go back to that post. You got 23 questions you can just read through. And which ones really stand out to you? And so with that, Mom? Yeah, there's, well, I, I'm going to have to say, A, this is awesome that we're in the same room. And uh, I'm so grateful for that and happy that you could see us both in the same frame for a change because that just rarely ever happens. You know, it just doesn't. And we've been living our best lives, so we haven't done a lot of photos or videos or anything because we've been out and about. We actually went out of town for a little bit and, uh, you know, trying to live what we talk about. And that is, and part of that was we didn't have our phones in our hands. We were out living our lives. So we had a great time back here to be able to talk about this really important topic. And I look at these 23 questions, and as I looked through them and reviewed them again today, I thought each one of them. (laughs) <laughs> spoke to me in a, in a certain way and, and resonates uh, more profoundly given the day, the week, the month, the year, the season that I'm in. But I did narrow it down for me to four of them that chimed in pretty strongly for me in this season. And the first one was number four, you know, things that make you not feel so great about yourself. Uh, and, and for me, what pops up is social media uh, mm-hmm. and, and specifically Instagram when it comes to yoga. And, uh, and I just narrowed in on that. There could be a ton of things that it could be about, but that's when I really had an awareness of it because, uh, yoga is, is awesome, but it's also, uh, some people are really built for it. They're built for it. They have greater flexibility. Their joint range is just inherently different. They're, you know, they're, they're beautifully made and designed. And so it looks better in an image. And for all the physical stuff that I've had, I'd see all these great poses and I wasn't able to parse that out and be like, that's not what my body's doing right now. So what I did was for the time being, I'm not hating on yoga or any of those people. They're awesome. But I thought I can limit what I I expose myself to. So I went back and and went through my Instagram people that I followed, which, you know, again, in season one, episode 15, we talk about curating your own uh, social media where you're like, I just don't want to see that right now. 
Like we have the right to do that at any point. And I get, even with the algorithms and how they look, I get a chance to go in on the daily if I felt like it and say, what do I feel like I want to see a little bit more of and have some say in that, that benefits me and my goals and what I'm looking for. So I don't want to leave that on the table. And, and so that for me is, uh, was something that I saw, but was able to do something about. And then just not having less exposure to it. I'm like, Awesome. Like it, it's almost like the it, there's relief, but it's not. Uh, it, it's the lack of negative input that sometimes can go un un um, uncelebrated mm -hmm. because you just don't feel that way. You're just like, but it's awesome. So we encourage you to take action on the things that you want to look at and spend your time scrolling because remember, your attention is the greatest currency right now, and we're trying to have our attention so that we can turn on an awareness light, and then we can do take some action. So I want more attention on the things I want to spend time on. So number four was a big question for me. I wonder if you guys feel the same way, if that resonated for anybody else. Uh, the other, another one was number seven. Uh, what things help me feel comfortable in my skin? And I thought, what a great question that is. <laughs> and in this season of my life, number one, I just, I have one thing that really stands out for me that I'm really putting my attention on is that, and that is wearing clothes that fit. Like, it seems so silly to say that, <laughs> but I don't know. I had too many things in my closet that were from, you know, the version of Donna from before, or they were from a particular size that I still have, as much as I'm aware of it, attached to that size, or things that, you know, like high-waisted jeans aren't always my friend. I, my waist is like this long. You know, so I just have to find the things. Part of feeling confidence is knowing myself, knowing my body and what fits on it. For me also, I have a lot of pictures on my skin with all my tattoos, so I don't wear a lot of things that have patterns on them. Mm -hmm. So just wearing clothes that fit is a big deal regardless of the size, regardless of what's really trendy. I'm just going to go with what fits, and automatically I feel more at ease in my skin. So I've been doing a lot of recycling, reusing, repurposing, and just cleaning stuff out because, quite frankly, I don't need all the things I have anyway, mm -hmm. and somebody can benefit <laughs> from it. So I'm on the AmVets donation cycle right now where I'm like, everything goes, and I, it, it feels good on a bunch of levels. So again, um, things that make me feel comfortable in my skin are wearing clothes that fit, and I'll just leave it at that one. And then lastly, and I thought some of these were visuals, but let's go internal on another one. That's number 12. And it, what helps, helps me to express my emotions effectively. Mm. I guess in a perfect world, I could ground myself. You know me, I'm a big fan of taking my shoes off and getting my feet in the earth and uh, taking a moment to reflect as opposed to finding out how I think by having a conversation and kind of having a big word party and then whatever I'm thinking and feeling distills out. I'm finding what I like better if I give myself the permission to go, you know what, if I'm in a conversation that's beginning to escalate, I give myself a timeout. You know, you know what, I need a couple minutes to think about this. I do. And it stops that, that trajectory of, of high emotions. I do need a minute. It's not that I'm going to over intellectually process it, but I need to get my thoughts straight. I think about a lot of different things. So I need a few minutes to process. I'll step away. That de-escalates the situation for a moment. And then when I do speak, that's really the kicker. It really does reflect what I'm thinking and feeling. Like I, I, I want to limit the times that I'm misunderstood, not eliminate. I'm going to limit. Mm -hmm. So, and then I feel good about what I said, even if it's a hard conversation. Have you ever had that where you're like, I'm going to say what I need to say. It wasn't hurtful. It was direct. This is really how I feel about it. So I don't feel badly 
because I can't, uh, I can't guess with the other person how they're going to receive it or how they feel about it. But I know I can represent how I, how I am inside in a way when I'm clear on what I'm thinking and feeling, when I take a moment to process it first, when I go to speak, it's with clear speech in a way that does represent me. I'm not compromising myself. I'm feeling authentic. So regardless of the message, it's, it, it's how I'm thinking and feeling, which feels good. And then again, I'm also not looking to eliminate that that's not the goal with any of this, with the distorted thinking, with the, any kind of old thought patterns that we have. It's not to make them go away. It's to make them manageable, that we can partner with them and they can live with us. So that's one way that I try to express my emotions effectively is to just think about them a little bit first and get clear. Any thoughts on that? I love how you say get clear because we talk a lot about knowing yourself and it, it keeps coming back to that knowing yourself. If we're going to make the best decisions for ourselves, if we want to have confidence in the mm. decisions we have made, yep. we need to do that pre-work of being clear on what it is that we want to say. Because I don't know about you, but there are times when I haven't thought it out. And then what happens? I'm talking to fill the space or I say something and I'm like, that's not even really what I meant to say. Totally. And again... That's still going to happen sometimes. That's okay. I'm not always super clear, you know, rambly, talky hands, you know, part of that's just me and that's okay. But if you're putting in that time to be clear on your message, then you have more confidence in what you're saying. And that's really what we're talking about in this yep. group, right? Building that confidence. So for me, I had two numbers that resonated with me. The first one is number 11. What has my body helped me to do in the past few mm -hmm. days? And this relates a lot to what we talked about last week. And I talked about this in the live from Monday when we were able to take this trip together last week. And there was just so much heavy lifting on my four-year-old. So I won't go into the whole story again because I already talked about it on the live. But the point of it is there was a lot of heavy lifting of a four-year-old ornery toddler. And Instead of feeling aggravated or frustrated that that was my task that I had to do, I felt so grateful that all the work I put in um, doing heavy lifting and, you know, doing different types of cardio, it's for a greater purpose so that I can take care of my kids when they're having a hard time and carry them. And so what have you done in the past few days that you're like, yes, body. And sometimes it's, oh my gosh, were you able to get out of the bed? Because let's be real, some people cannot. Yeah. What were you able to do this week? Maybe you surprised yourself. Maybe you went and tried something new. Maybe you went and played pickleball or something. I mean, that's a... Everybody does. It was the rage. I mean, I played it in high school. I love that it's making a comeback. Um, I see Leah's on here, so we're going to have to play when I get back to Louisiana. And hello to Kathy as well. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, but just taking those few seconds, instead of always nitpicking, what are the things that's wrong? What can't I do? Let's shift our mindset. Whoa, what's something cool my body's done for me? recently. Um, and the second question that really stuck with me is what can I eliminate that doesn't make me feel good? So this number 14. And for me, um, it goes back to when we talked about our uh, joyful rebels reflect on the whack messages part two, we talked about, um, I talked a little bit about how I ditched the scale. Like that was not making me feel good to look at that number because sometimes I would look at the number on the scale. All right, buddy. Almost done. Got Jack in the background over here. Real life, uh, I would look at the number on the scale, and no matter how I felt beforehand, that would, if I didn't like the number, I was going to have a bad day. 
I was, whether I was conscious of it or not, making a decision, oh, this means it's a bad day now, regardless of how I felt before I stepped on the scale. So what can I eliminate that doesn't make me feel good? I can eliminate stepping on the scale or using that number to determine how I feel about myself that day. Another thing that is tied up in that is I was having that pattern of, oh, I see this or I feel this way because we'll all wake up maybe and have bad body image days and that's okay. And like you talked about, mom, we're not trying to eliminate all these things in our lives, but how can it be more manageable? When we're aware of them, what can we do, right? We can take some of that power back. And so for me, if I'm having that bad body image day, instead of just letting that kind of soak up my whole day, influence my whole day, I can just say, okay, I see you. I feel this way. That's okay. Instead of having that that self feeling, let's turn it into some self-compassion, some grace. I see that I'm feeling this way. Everyone feels this way sometimes. I'm still going to go about my day. I'm going to make the decision to not carry this with me. Yeah. And sometimes easier said than done, but we're not going to get there if we're not practicing it. So again, awareness. Whoa, I'm really letting this shift my mood. You know what? That's a normal way to feel. I'm still going to go out about my day. I'm going to try to not let this affect me. And again, just one more time, we're not trying to eliminate all these things. But once we notice, we have some choices. And we can, and some of these things, again, these tips that we give you, you do it more often, it becomes a little easier. It becomes more of a habit. So those were my numbers that stuck with me. Please go back if you haven't already and read through the list. It takes less than five minutes and just see what ones are jumping out at you. Because if they're jumping out at you, right, they're top of mind for a reason. Like, hmm, okay, maybe this is something that keeps showing up in your life. And hmm, okay, maybe now I'm ready to look at it. Just, you know, have that have that awareness light on. Yeah. Like we like to say. Well, one other thing on that is that what it strikes me is if any one thing or person externally that it shifts my mood, that to me is emotional wellness. And that, so we're working on our emotional wellness, which directly relates to confidence. Cause when this thing, it's not a fortress where it's rigid and impenetrable, but I have a sense of who I am regardless of where I am. And I think that's a big thing, whether I weigh myself or not, you know, like that number, which can shift and that's an external thing. Or if, you know, you're with certain people and those are some of the questions in there too, if they tend to make you feel a certain way, like we're bolstering our emotional wellness, which then translates into overall confidence. So I like the interconnectedness of it all, that we're practicing things that have multiple benefits in different spheres in our lives. And some of it, again, as we continue to play the games and check in, in, in small bits of energy that we put our attention to, the payoff is huge. And, and we do have, uh, choices and how we show up in the world. And we have ways that we can encourage ourselves. And when we encourage ourselves first, then we are better able to do it for other people. But I like how we're staying at it. We're, you know, week six. It's like, <laughs> I had to look are back. Are you I'm kidding like, really? me? What happened to the <laughs> summer? But all along, like, does anybody just take a few moments before we wrap it up here? If you've been, uh, it doesn't have to be linear. We've said it before, but if you've been engaging with the material and we're already six weeks in, this would have been six weeks that we didn't pay any attention mm-hmm. to, to confidence. So that's a win that I do not want to let pass by because we're accruing some time now. Yeah. And that is super cool. I'm really proud of you guys for doing that. I'm proud of us for living how we're saying we're going to try to do it and for following through and for providing this as a group. I love that we're walking arm in arm in this and, you know, take us home, Claire. Is there anything else we need to know as we're, we're finishing off this, this week? I think 
For Fridays, we're going to look out for that journal prompt. And mom, you brought up a, a good way to get clear on your emotions and thoughts is writing it down. Mm -hmm. So we try to be really, you know, intentional with these prompts. And it's not meant to take a long time, but you're going to put in those few minutes to work on yourself. Um, also, we've been experimenting with mini episodes in our podcast. So if you follow the Joyful Rebels podcast, we had one come out last Friday. We'll have one coming out tomorrow. Less than 10 minutes. Still us uh, chatting about topics, so you still get your Joyful Rebels there. So that's also something to check out. In the comments of the blog post, post, there were some other relevant podcast episodes. And if you want more information, just drop a comment down. We'll share ones. We'll point you in the right direction. Um, until next time, Rebels. It was great to be in the... And I swear, it's real. We're together. <laughs> Here, look. We're together. <laughs> All right. Happy Thursday.